0: Audio Podcast Network. Hi, welcome to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. In this podcast, we'll be discussing self-care routines, mindset practices, and mindfulness habits. We will combat the stigma around mental health in order to create a safe and open community for people to connect and not feel alone. Focus on your mindset rather than your situation. It's a game changer. Grow your mindset and look how far you'll go. Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Growth Mindset Gal podcast with your host, me, Allie Brooke. Happy Mindful Monday, Growth Mindset gang. I am so excited to be talking to you guys on this beautiful, hopefully where you are, beautiful, nice, sunny May Monday. May is flying by. And as a teacher, y'all know I am here for it. So I when I talk on the, in this intro, this is going to be a quick one, kind of a little bit. Um, there's a little bit of an outline, um, but this is going to be just me with the mic and you guys just talking, y'all listening, just having a little conversation. And I want to thank you guys again so flipping much for the support and love of this podcast. We are manifesting abundance right now, you guys, because I am so excited that I am going to be bringing on a few more guests talking about starting your own business, manifestation and mindset and being an entrepreneur and breath work and meditation and all these wonderful topics and ideas that I am going to be collaborating with wonderful, strong, independent, amazing women that have started their own business by having a growth mindset. And I'm here for it. We're going to be having wonderful conversations. And I am so flipping excited to share those episodes with you guys that'll be coming up towards the end of May, early June types of vibes. So look out for guests finally coming back to the pod. I am so excited to have guests getting back on and having wonderful conversations and you guys just getting more info. Because again, I'm not an expert on anything or everything. Teachers me sometimes think that we are, but... <laughs> I know I'm not an expert on everything and I don't claim to be an expert on anything. So that's why I wanna bring on guests who are experts and have gone through experiences and they can share that with you guys to help you. So I'm super excited to be bringing on amazing guests in the upcoming episodes. So again, thank you guys so much for the support. It means the absolute world. Please make sure to join the email list that is linked in my show notes every Sunday. I am sending out emails of useful growth mindset resources, such as podcasts, self-development books, etc., that have helped me through my mindset journey and can definitely help you as well. And if you haven't already subscribed, it is a 99 cents per month with that subscription. You get wellness Wednesday mini sodes with no ads, and you have access to the growth mindset gang text group. Where every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday I am sharing out inspirational quotes. You can interact with me and other subscribers, and you have a chance to be involved in amazing self-care box giveaways, Starbucks gift cards, etc. So if you already own listen, listen, listen. If you have not already subscribed, what are you waiting for? There are so many amazing things that come with a subscription, only 99 cents per month. That is less than a Starbucks grande, a cold brew. Okay, that's all I'm saying, 99 cents per month, just to have more access to the Growth Mindset Gang, and I am so excited to be sharing those things with you guys. So if you want to subscribe, the link is also in my bio. Also, speaking of guests before, if you want to be a guest, I'm open to everyone. If you would like to be a guest on the Growth Mindset Gal podcast, just fill out the form that is in the show notes, It is a link there for you guys, and we can talk about any topics that you want. Come on, join in, and I'll set up a Zoom meeting with you, and we can have a meeting about playing the episode and then actually do the episode. Super pumped. And again, like I said in last Monday's episode, I am now host on the Boundless Audio Network. I am so excited to be collaborating with wonderful women and being on their podcast and then them being on mine. It's just going to be a great setup. So shout out to the Boundless Audio Network. Thank you guys for having me on as your host. Super excited to be a part of it. And let's get to the episode, you guys. All right, friends. So today's episode is about calming the angry mind. So I'm just gonna be sharing some methods that I learned from therapy about how to calm the anger mind because one of the top reasons I started going to therapy was definitely my anxiety, but a close second was your girl has anger issues. I am a small Italian meatball, okay? And I have a lot of pent up anger. That is my natural go-to emotion when things get tough. People always have said to me, and I should probably have the more alarmed by this, but there's only two alleys, which makes sense because I'm a Gemini. There's only two alleys, people tell me. She's either really happy and excited and bubbly like a puppy dog, or she's really mad and you need to like go somewhere. You know what I mean? And when I was in like high school and college and people would tell me that, I'd be like, yeah, because I'm a tough girl. What? I'm bad. Like, don't mess with me. It was kind of like that tough exterior of don't mess with me. Okay. I'm going to be your girl until you mess with me. So don't do it. Right. And then I started to realize in my mid to late 20s here that having anger issues causes others to feel like they're walking on eggshells with me and I'm a little intimidating and not really welcoming. Now, if you asked high school, early 20s Allie, you know, does she want to be intimidating? Um, heck yeah, she does. Okay. I am here for it. Fully in the masculine. Okay. But as I'm getting, you know, into my late 20s, my late 20s, almost 30. Oh God, I don't even want to say. Anyways. I'm understanding, I really want to get more into my feminine energy, which is nurturing and welcoming and understanding. And I used to be, and I still am, like all about being assertive, getting things done, and that's like all well and good, but there needs to be a balance. You know what I mean? There always needs to be a balance. So um, I started going to therapy because I definitely have a temper. I've always been known since I'm a young little nugget having a temper and I could be happy one minute and then a switch can flip. Someone says something to me, does something to me that I don't like. I flip off the handle. Like, do any of you guys feel like that? That, like, you can be in the best mood and then somebody looks at you funny and you're like, oh, heck no. And you just, like, go off. Or, you're like, you have an attitude. Um, And I was like, why am I like this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, where where's all this pent-up anger um, coming from? And what I've discovered through therapy, it has a lot to do with family relations. And again, a lot of our behaviors is linked to family, right? Behavior is learned. So if you saw when you were a young kid, you heard when you were a young kid, if someone messes with you, you go for the anger, then that's what you think is normal and that's what you do. And then all of a sudden you grow up and you're like, oh, wow, not everyone solves their problems that way. Is there maybe something not healthy with the way that I react to certain situations? Um, and I learned that heavily in my relationship. Let me tell you, being in a relationship is the biggest growth mechanism I have ever been in. And I would react not well when <laughs> fights would occur. And I would yell, I would scream, um, I would get in like the face. I would get very just like really heated up. And it really took me a long time to also come down from that anger spiral, right? You know guys, when you're like heated and you're really like, in the moment of just like being in a fight with anybody and just really going for it. Um, and it would take me a really long time to come back down. Like me calming down from being angry was not an easy feat. And so when you have a temper, right, that's kind of (laughs) what it feels like. And I want, the thing was too, I wanted to stay angry. Do you guys feel like that too? Where like you're in the moment and you're angry and you want to stay angry. You want to stay mad because I from my childhood was taught if someone messes with you you tell them they did something wrong angrily by the way yell scream call them names curse shout do that so they really know they messed up and then stay mad at them until you feel like you know it's like even if they apologized right away like a genuine apology like stay mad at them really show them how much they made you mad and then I realized that's not a good coping skill for problem solving, like holding grudges, things like that. I learned that from my family dynamic. And I'm not trying to like really go for Italians right now, but a lot of our Italian family dynamics are kind of like that, where us Italians, we're known for being loud, both good and bad. Like we're loud because we're encouraging, we're having a fun, we're carrying on, having a good time. But then we're also loud when we fight. Um, We're also loud when we talk on the phone, good or bad. I was told in college, side note, guys, I was told in college all the time, like when I would call home, like I needed to go into like another room or the hallway or go outside because like I would talk too loud to my, and it wasn't even like fighting. It was just like telling my parents about my week and they're like, Allie, you, and they can also like hear my mom through the phone too. They're like, you need to like go somewhere else, like because you're talking too loud and we kind of can't hear the TV. And I was like, oh, my bad. So, but generally like, you know, stereotypical, right? Thailand's, we're Lao people and we're very passionate people. And I would confuse my temper with passion. So a lot of us who deal with anger issues and a short temper are very passionate people and passion is good, but a temper is not good. And we need to know how to balance the two because like, If I was yelling and screaming in a fight, it wasn't because I just want to yell and scream. It was just because I'm so passionate about the point I'm trying to bring to you of how you made me mad. You got to know. So then I started realizing again, like I said, is that's not the vibe. That's not really how you solve problems um, in a healthy, organic way. So I started talking to my therapist and she's Told me a really cool thing that really stuck with me she said instead of reacting to situations respond to situations and so i'm sitting there being like hey nicole what on earth do you mean (laughs) like isn't reacting and responding the same thing and she goes "No, no no reacting is full of emotion and impulse right when you're mad at somebody you're going after them because it's fueled with emotion fueled with impulse when you respond to someone, it's controlled. It's about logic and it's about expressing your feelings in a healthy, correct way. And I was like, oh, got it. That that's that's the difference. And so I asked her, I was like, okay, so how do I go from being a dang volcano to being a healthy responder to situations that stress me out, people that stress me out, fights that stress me out, et cetera. And she goes, When you get angry about something, okay, again, it's all about having a very strong inner dialogue. And this comes with practice. Like after you listen to this episode and you haven't, you know, you got anger issues or you're you got a temper, it's not like tomorrow you're gonna be like, okay, I'm gonna breathe, even though I'm mad. Like that's not gonna happen. It takes it takes a while. It's a habit. It's a routine. It's a coping skill. When you get angry at someone or something, it's so important to, in your mind, say, okay, we're going to pause. Pause. Okay? And she would tell me, take a deep breath in, deep breath out, and think to myself, why am I mad? Okay? What's making me angry right now? Where is this coming from? Okay, That's why you pause, right? You pause, take multiple deep breaths because during these multiple deep breaths is when you're kind of having that inner dialogue. Okay, so let's say for example, your friend or your significant other or family member said something that made you mad, right? And so usually your response might be, who do you think you're talking to, But but blah, right? Instead. Pause, right. breathe, and maybe even ask for clarity. Be like, hey, so-and-so, what you just said really hurt my feelings. That might not have been your intention, but I'm asking for clarity. What did you mean by saying that? And then the person might say, oh, well, I meant what I said or whatever that it is. Or they could be like, I'm so sorry that offended you. I was just kidding. I won't say that. So let's say they did the first option. They say, oh no, I said what I meant. You can then say, listen, what you said to me was really offensive or I didn't like that. That hurt my feelings. Can you please not say that again? Right? Can you please not say that again? Then most normal people will be like, you know what? I am, I'm sorry. Like that was messed up for me to say. I won't say it, right? You were clear, right? You asked for clarity. Did you really mean what you said? And then you tell them your boundary. That hurt my feelings. Do not say that again, right? And then usually people at that point are like, huh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I won't say that again. Whatever that may be. If people are like, no, I said what I said. And oh, why are you being so sensitive? I don't care if that hurt your feelings. Well, then here we go. Well, be like, well, that's also makes me upset that you think I'm being sensitive and you don't care if you hurt my feelings. Then this discussion that we're having is over. Set that boundary, right? If they don't apologize, they're not seeing it. Set that boundary. Be like, all right, well, this discussion's over then because you are hurting my feelings and I just don't want to be here. Leave. See you later. Didn't have to yell, didn't have to scream. When you're then, another example could be when you're having a fight, an altercation with a friend, family member, significant other, understand, instead of getting mad at them right away, this is the pause for clarity as well. She told me it's really important to also see like their perspective. Why are they acting in that way? Or maybe why are they reacting in that way? Why do you think they said something like that? Right? Are they hurting? Okay. Do they need to talk about something? Right. So let's say someone said something or you're having a fight with a friend, family, significant other, you're fighting over something, maybe a misunderstanding because that's what most fights are about. You'd be like, Hey, you know what? You seem really stressed right now. Is this conversation, is this fight really, you know, something you want or is it something else stressing you out? Cause you've, You seem very stressed or you seem upset right now. You seem like you had a long day, right? Kind of see their perspective. And they might be like, you know what? Yeah, like, I'm sorry. I just had a really long day at work and I just like, not in the mood right now for whatever's going on, right? The empathy, get their side. Instead of matching their energy, right? Being like, if they're being nasty towards you, be like, hey, why are you being nasty right now, right? Or why are you... You know, showing signs of being stressed, upset, angry. Why are you angry right now? Because what I usually did was match the energy of the fight. If the fight's coming in hot, I'm coming in hot, right? But in therapy, I learned if the fight's coming in hot from someone else, you don't match the energy. You control the energy. And I loved that. I was like, ooh, Nicole, I like it. So. She said, "You do not match the energy. You change it. You control it. Someone's coming at you. Happy, like, hey, what's going on right now? You're right. You're coming at me, and I don't understand the energy that you're bringing. You want to talk about it? Do you want to be left alone? Right? Showing that empathy. Okay." The next thing you could do, again, I talked about this a little bit before, is setting boundaries. Set the boundaries before you get angry. I've done that so recently in fights or irritations. I let people know, like, listen, you need to go somewhere, or I'm going to get mad. Like, you need to stop what you're doing, whatever annoyance is going on. I'd be like, you need to stop because I'm starting to get aggravated. Right? That's what I say. You need to stop because I'm starting to get angry, I'm starting to get aggravated, I'm starting to get irritated, whatever I say. And I say, if you keep doing this, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get angry and I don't want to get angry, so please stop. Right? You're setting, you're telling them, I'm getting frustrated, I'm getting aggravated, I'm getting angry, you need to please stop so I don't get to that level. Right? <laughs> then another thing you can do is leave. Okay? If you're in a fight with someone, be like, you know what? This conversation isn't going anywhere. Let's take five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever you need, and leave the conversation. Before you start yelling and screaming at each other, because that's our go-to, is yelling and screaming, because that shows dominance, right? Like being dominant, Um, leave, right? Take a break, because... And you, know, you have to talk, especially if it's with a friend, a family member or partner, maybe they're fixers, right? They wanna fix something right away, but you're more of like, I need to take a step back and then I'm gonna come back to this conversation because of the anger and temper. Like for example, with Nate and I, if we get into an argument, he's a fixer, he wants to fix it right away. I'm like, I am angry right now. I don't wanna see a solution yet. I need to leave. So either like, I go for a drive Because we have a one bedroom apartment. I go for a drive. Maybe I just go into the bedroom and like I need five minutes and then I'm going to come back because I am not in the mood to make a solution right now. I've said that before. Be like, I'm angry. I'm going to go for a drive around the block. I am not in the mood to make a solution right now. I'm going to come back. And when I first used to Nate would like not want me to leave. But now we've had discussions and he understands like I'm going to come back and like then we'll do the conversation or whatever that it is right so if you need space take the space right you set that boundary take the space it's so much better to stop before it elevates into a really big huge fight right if if there's an argument going on stop it from escalating to like a big fight leave be like i want to fix this but right now i'm not in the mindset to fix this so i need like a t- 10 minute break I need a five minute break. Maybe you need a day, but let that person know be like, I need a day. I need 24 hours to like kind of process it or whatever that it is instead of screaming and shouting. Cause when you're screaming and shouting, you're not listening to the other side and you are, it's like red, all you see is red and it's not going to solve anything. Okay. Use, I feel statements. And I've said this multiple times and it's been so useful Instead of being like, you did this, you did that. The classic one that I love to use is, when you did that, or when you said that, I felt this way. That may have not what you wanted it to be, but that's how I felt. And usually when you do that, people say, Oh my gosh, I didn't mean it to feel like that. I'm sorry you felt that way. The, you know, apologies happen faster. But when you go accusing, being like, "You said this and you you were doing this, you did that." People get really defensive really quick. Right? Very defensive. Okay? And <clears throat> again, you're not going to be perfect. I'm not asking you to be perfect. But it's so important that when you're angry, to have that internal monologue to pause and calm down. Pause and calm down. Be like I'm mean, I'm feeling angry. Like say it out. You can even say it out like I'm feeling angry. Take a deep breath. <sighs> okay, why am I angry? Take another deep breath. Okay. <sighs> okay, why am I angry? I'm getting angry. I'm getting frustrated. Why am I angry? Oh. I'm angry because of something someone said okay did you tell them that you were upset about that no maybe i should go tell them Be like hey when you said this i felt that right and have a conversation and i've learned to when things start getting heated is to like just stay still and just breathe and just look at empathy and go into pure logic you like What's their perspective on this fight that we're having? Let me hear what they have to say. Always say, too, that, like, I understand where you're coming from. I understand that you feel that way, right? Slow and steady. Now, when I have altercations with people, I am very just take a deep breath, hear what they have to say, and then you share. and and like find the solution that's the goal here is to find a solution not to make them feel bad that they made you feel upset because that's what my goal used to be my goal used to be in fights is to make sure that person knows they made me mad now they're gonna pay for it now i'm like okay they made me mad i need to let them know they made me mad how are we gonna fix this what's the solution here i even say that in some in some fights and altercations i'm like okay so we said what we had to say what's the solution And I'm not saying, like, being calm where you're like, okay, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Like, you could still be like, I understand what you're saying, so let's find the solution. Like, you could still be, like, passionate slash assertive, right, without yelling. Because I know some people are like, I can't be in a fight like that where I'm like, okay, how do you feel? That's not my personality either. I sit there and I say, I understand where you're coming from, but what you said hurt my feelings. So please don't say it again right? Can that be our solution? If if it's more than that, then maybe we should talk about this another time because I'm feeling really heated and maybe a solution won't happen today. Let's take 24 hours. Arguments are meant to be solutions. If you're constantly fighting with a friend or family member or significant other and you're never finding solutions at the end... You're not doing anything, and that's why my angry friends, the same fights, the same triggers keep popping up for you because you're telling people you're mad, but then you're not finding the solution, okay? And also, too, like, yeah, people are going to make you angry, but if you're listening, My millennials, we're adults. We're adults now. I'm sorry I had to say it. We're adults now. And we need to learn coping mechanisms and skills so we don't flip out on someone. Because you can be assertive and get your point across without yelling and screaming and just blowing up. Because you know what? I don't want my children to learn that's a solution. I don't want my children to see their parents fighting yelling at each other cursing at each other and then not talking to each other for three days i don't want that i want them to learn like yes you're gonna have arguments with people this is how you argue you can get mad that's fine you can be mad but we gotta find a solution we gotta let the emotion go through you and then be like all right where do i go from here how do we find the solution Calm the angry mind. Yelling and screaming is not going to do anything. And I know a lot of us, especially recently, are like most natural (laughs) emotion, which mine has been for a long time, is anger. Like when something happens, anger right away. Stressful anger happens right away. It's a tough habit pattern To break. It really is. And you know what? I'm still not perfect. There's still some fights that I have where I fly off the handle and I'm like, because I just get so frustrated because like I didn't do the right internal monologue and I was just getting frustrated. And you know, I just like fly off the handle. I'm not perfect, right? But take this episode into consideration. If you have trouble with anger and you want to calm your angry mind, think about those methods that I talked about. And again, to put a bow in it is take a moment right? And do some deep breathing. Maybe get some air, right? and Do some deep breathing. Pause and ask for clarity, right? What is making me angry? Maybe ask the person, did you mean what you said? Use empathy and see their side of the situation. Setting boundaries to solve the problem. Maybe set time to go back to the conversation, right? Maybe if you need a day or five minutes, make sure you have that strong internal monologue and use I feel statements. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please make sure to rate and follow me on Spotify. Please make sure to rate, subscribe, and review on Apple Podcasts. Make sure to r- subscribe to the podcast, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Make sure you also share this on your stories and share it with friends. Okay, bye. Part of the Boundless Audio Podcast Network.